The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those interested in the big and bizarre moments of history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're taking a closer look at Balloon Fest 86, an ill-fated event that proved the road to hell really is paved with good intentions, and with hundreds of thousands of wet balloons. The day was September 27th, 1986. A fundraising stunt created chaos and confusion by flooding Cleveland, Ohio with 1.5 million balloons. The organizers' intention was for the helium-filled balloons to float up and away, and then to gradually descend as they slowly deflated. More than 100,000 people came downtown to watch the balloon release, and at first, they got all the fun and spectacle they had hoped for. But as the weather worsened, a cold front combined with rain began to push the balloons back down while they were still inflated. The severe storm then swept the balloons all through the streets and waterways of the unsuspecting city. Balloon Fest 86 had started out as a light-hearted event, but it was about to become a full-blown disaster. The mid-20th century hadn't been kind to the city of Cleveland, with rampant inflation and a declining steel industry laying waste to its economy. But in the summer of 1986, the city on the shore of Lake Erie scored a major win when it was chosen as the permanent home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Officials hoped the new attraction would boost tourism and help sell the idea that Cleveland was an up-and-coming city. Balloon Fest was conceived as part of that rebranding effort, a way to show that Cleveland was an exciting place, not the dreary city on a lake that people thought it was. Surprisingly, though, the event wasn't the city's idea. Instead, it was proposed as a fundraising event by the local branch of the United Way, one of the world's largest privately funded charities. Instead of selling t-shirts or hosting another fun run, the group solicited $1 sponsorships for every balloon released. That may seem like an odd way to raise money, and it kind of is, but at the time it was at least topical. The previous year, Disneyland had set a Guinness World Record by releasing 1 million balloons to celebrate the theme park's 30th anniversary. The United Way wanted to break that record, thus proving once and for all that Cleveland was even more fun than the happiest place on Earth. If Disney had launched a million balloons, then Cleveland would release two million. It took six months to plan and prepare for the biggest simultaneous balloon launch in history. Cleveland's public square was chosen as the launch site to allow for the largest number of spectators possible. A special platform the size of a city block was set up there to contain the balloons. It rose three stories high and featured a large net ceiling to keep the balloons from floating away prematurely. Nearly 3,000 volunteers, most of whom were local students, worked overnight and into the morning filling balloons with helium. Their job was made much harder by bad weather. Although the original plan had called for 2 million balloons, a fast-moving storm system the night before the event released some of those balloons ahead of schedule. To make matters worse, the storm was expected to worsen by the late afternoon of September 27th. This left organizers with a difficult choice. They could either cancel the event or launch the balloons earlier than planned to try to beat the storm. In the end, they chose the latter option, settling for roughly 1.5 million balloons instead of the full 2 million. And so, at 1.50 p.m. that afternoon, a colorful swarm of balloons rose into the sky above Cleveland, wrapping around the city's terminal tower and drawing huge cheers from the crowd. It was a stunning spectacle, as expected, but also a little ominous, kind of like a multicolored mushroom cloud rising over the city. Of course, no one on the ground that day would have connected the cheerful sight with anything so threatening or dangerous. At least not yet. The organizers of Balloon Fest understood that what goes up must come down, and chose to use biodegradable balloons for that very reason. They claimed the environmental impact of the event would be minimal, as the balloons would eventually deflate or pop once they reached a high enough altitude. Then they would simply fall back to Earth, where they would disintegrate over a matter of weeks. However, the cold, rainy weather threw a wrench in that plan. Pretty soon, motorists and pedestrians were enveloped in a cloud of colorful spheres. Some drivers were so distracted they ran right off the road, while others swerved to avoid the falling mass and wound up plowing right into another car. Neil Zercher, one of the reporters who covered the event that day, described the scene on the ground, saying, quote, we drove down the shoreway and it was like a multicolored river down the road. Motorists were running into each other, running into fences. Then Burke Lakefront Airport was even more of a mess. The runway was covered with balloons. Both the shoreway and the airport wound up having to close temporarily 
so that a bulldozer could be brought in to clear the balloons off the runways and out of the roads. Still, humans weren't the only ones affected by the floating obstacles. One mass of balloons landed on a horse pasture in Medina County, Ohio. According to the owner, some of the Arabian horses were so spooked by the falling balloons that they scrambled to get away and wound up toppling into one another, causing numerous injuries in the process. However, the most tragic impact of Balloon Fest 86 was its interference with a search and rescue operation on the waters of Lake Erie. Two local men, Raymond Broderick and Bernard Solzer, had gone out fishing the previous day and hadn't come back. They were reported missing, and on the morning of September 27th, authorities located their boat, which had been capsized by the storm. The Coast Guard was searching for the men by helicopter and by boat throughout the day when a torrent of balloons started raining down on the lake. Visibility got so bad that the helicopter pilot was forced to land, and those in the boat didn't fare any better. It's like trying to find a needle in a haystack, one of them said. You're looking for more or less a head or an orange life jacket, and here you have a couple hundred thousand orange balloons. It's just hard to decipher which is which. The Coast Guard called off its search two days later, and the bodies of the missing men washed ashore not long after. There's a good chance that if the lake hadn't been littered with balloons, authorities may have been able to reach the fishermen in time. For that reason, the wife of one of the men later sued the United Way of Cleveland and the event's organizers, eventually settling out of court for an undisclosed sum. If there's any bright side to Balloon Fest 86, and that's a pretty big if, it's that the event did break the record for the biggest simultaneous balloon launch. The official count was 1,429,643 balloons launched. However, even that small victory was tainted by the event's unfortunate outcome. While the achievement was noted in the 1988 edition of the Guinness Book of World Records, the publication quickly retired the category out of concern for public safety. The other possible silver lining is that Balloon Fest did raise a good deal of money for the United Way, somewhere in the neighborhood of a million dollars. Of course, the lion's share of those proceeds likely went to settling the various balloon-related lawsuits that cropped up in the wake of the event, meaning that, any way you look at it, Balloon Fest 86 was a total bust. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you want to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. Special thanks to friend of the show and noted balloon hater, Kaylin Iverson, for suggesting the topic of today's episode. And if anyone else has a historical topic they'd like to hear covered on the show, don't be shy. You can send your suggestions to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.